Welcome to the Haunted Hong Kong podcast, where we tell you the spookiest stories from our favorite city. Haunted Hong Kong is a production of the Journalism and Media Studies Center at the University of Hong Kong, created and produced by your hosts, Anna and me, Allison. You asked. We answered. Episode two is here. So I guess y'all don't hate us. No, but really, it's been a, a very exciting week, and it was so much fun to hear all your responses and reviews for our first episode, and it's been kind of a fulfilling experience for me, because I love podcasts. If you know me, I always listen to podcasts, and I've always kind of wanted my own podcast, and to be able to do this with one of my best friends Aww. has been a lot of fun. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear what we have coming up in episode two. Yeah, I was actually really encouraged. I thought we would only get... I don't know, 10, 11 plays, something like that. But then, I don't know, I woke up one day and we had like 50. So I was really impressed. Yeah. But, Anna, I think the numbers may be a little bit skewed. I listened to it, I think, at least 12 times the first three days it came out. I don't know if you did the same. Maybe you're the other 48 listens. Sorry, not 48, 38 listens. Um, no, I've actually, I've, I swear I've never listened to it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because <laughs> if you guys know, oh, I, right. I edit the you podcast, so I, I hear it enough. <laughs> no, but, and I think that's one of the fun, like most fun parts though, is that most of the listeners right now are, are like, like close friends and everything. Um, and so to hear from you guys directly, it's been a lot of fun. Yes, we love you. So like I said, it's been really nice to hear from all our friends. And I actually pulled up some of the reviews from Apple Podcasts right now. So let's kick it off with our very first review. This Special review comes from Ryan Ritchie, 69, 69, 69. I'm intrigued. The title of it is Allison Sounds Hot. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> the body of it is Allison Sounds Hot. Can I get your number? <laughs> so, Allison, what is your response for Ryan Ritchie, 69, 69, 69? Well, my first fan. You know, I, <laughs> I'm i flattered um, and feel free to... Carpe my DMs if you want. My Instagram is linked on our main Haunted Hong Kong account. So yeah. So let me read you another one. The title of this one is Hong Kong Sounds Like a Scary Place by J underscore Saya. It's five stars. It's Anna and Allison. You guys made me make a mess in my pants. Do you guys have a customer service I can reach out to for a reimbursement? Enough for a new pair or at least a dry cleaning? Thanks. I'll try to hold it in next time. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I'm sorry to say at this time, we have no customer service. But I'll be sure. I'll talk to our manager, Anna, about it, and we can get that in place. And uh, also slide into our DMs for a refund. Potential refund. We don't want to make promises on mm, air. Sorry. Okay. Any other reviews, Anna? Yes, just one more sweet review. Okay, this is from LLB83828. Sending love, Fro Clemson. Five stars. Such a fun topic on an interesting place. Sorry, did you say Fro Clemson? <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> Such a fun topic on an interesting place. Looking forward to more episodes. This is where the whole you asked, we answered thing came from. Uh, so we're really getting uh, comments from all over. Yes. So we got some spooky stories for you this week, all at different universities around Hong Kong. But, Anna, do you know what the most haunted thing is in Hong Kong? What? My phone. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep getting ghosted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, moving along. Um, 
So I heard about this new term the other day. It's similar to ghosting, which you know what ghosting is. Yeah. Right. But this is called haunting, which is especially suitable, right, for a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Have you heard of it? Do you know what it means? No, no, no. Don't know. Okay. So Cosmopolitan calls it the horrific new dating trend that's even worse than ghosting. Worse than ghosting. (laughs) And I've experienced it. I'm sure you might have experienced it, or maybe a lot of our listeners have as well. So basically, it's like the remnants of like a relationship ghost that's kind of just stuck in your online world. So you hang out with a person a couple times, or maybe you want a date, and you both kind of stop talking to each other, but the other person is still always like the first one to check your Instagram story or your Snapchat story. Or, like, sends you a text, like, hey, what's up? Or, like, hey, you up? Every, like, now and then, you know? Okay, yeah. I think we definitely need a spinoff, mm-hmm. but it'll be Hauntings of Hong Kong Dating Advice. Ooh, I love that. Guys, you better not steal this. I'll come after you. <laughs> okay. So, last week, we were recording, and Allison went took a little bathroom break. But when she came back, she had quite the story and thank god i pressed record (laughs) well okay don't get too excited this is just a very mild paranormal encounter um but here it is (laughs) tell me okay so i just went and took a bathroom break and you know i've never been to this campus before you're telling me a little bit of background long history second floor bathrooms haunted we're not on the second floor but still a little bit not at ease right okay (laughs) so i was in the bathroom and then I hear the door open, the main door open, and I hear footsteps, somebody walks in, and just stands there. Doesn't go into the stall next to mine, just stands there. <laughs> and so after I flush, of course, I'm a little bit hesitant yeah. to open the door. I and they haven't how... left, like you haven't heard the door? No, and I, okay. and I don't know what to expect, right? Red hair girl, white hair girl, ghost. <laughs> no woman, senses. Middle schooler, <laughs> you know? And so... I open up the door hesitantly, and the girl's just standing there. And What girl? Like Alice? No, just a student. I, I have no idea who it is. And I'm like, kind of like, yes? And she's like, <laughs> oh, I just left my phone in there. <laughs> and I, was <laughs> I was scared for nothing. It took me five minutes sex at the stall. That was all for nothing. She did leave her phone in there. Her phone was in there. <laughs> Wasn't waiting on me to kill me. So the bathroom from our recording studio is not haunted, but some other places around HKU, debatable. So to start us off, I'll take us all the way out to Poly U. All the way out? Do you know where the Poly U even is? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in Kowloon. Oh, okay. Okay. Might as well be in your territories. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, so at Poly U, there's a foreign professor, you know, Pretty common in Hong Kong, lots of foreigners around. And he lives on Poly U campus with his wife and his kids. And his kids have kind of grown up there. But unfortunately, one day, his 12-year-old son was out playing on campus. And he went swimming, and sadly, he drowned. So as the legend goes, students say they always see several foreign boys swimming in the pool, even during closed sessions. Some have reported and complained that they saw a drowning boy But the lifeguard won't save him. Wait, why? Well, there's no one in the pool. Oh. It's actually empty. The ghost. Spooky. So because of this, the school has actually put up some semi-transparent stickers all over the cafeteria windows so that the students can't really look out and see directly into the pool. They did this because the students just kept reporting that they see a boy swimming at the very bottom of the pool who never comes up. That's spooky. But also, 
proof that the school is acknowledging that there is some sort of like haunting or some sort of figure in their pool. Or it's proof that the school is placating the students who are really annoying and just spreading rumors. Well, I agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so what I have for you, Anna, is an actual testimony from a Mr. Paul Chung, who's a student at HK Poly. He says, and I quote, Some students found a boy swimming in the pool during a closed session, rebel, but he soon got out. Driven by curiosity, they followed the boy to the changing room, yet nobody, no sign of any person, was found. And the floor was totally dry. It's said that the boy was the ghost of the lecturer's 12-year-old son who drowned. Oh, the floor is totally dry. No one can find him because he's not real. Right, but some students, plural. Some unidentified students no, 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 without no. names like who are too ashamed to come forward. Last week, having multiple people corroborate the same story, challenging. Multiple people, they're not even named. Okay. Well, I'm not so convinced of that mystery. Of course you're not. But I'll tell you what the real mystery is. They said at the beginning of the story that they saw several foreign boys swimming in the pool. Mm -hmm. Well, how did they get several foreign ghosts in one pool? (laughs) But I can't even find several foreign men here to date in Hong Kong. Truth. (laughs) I believe in that mystery. (laughs) All right. Sorry. So moving right along, you want to bring us to story two at Chinese U. So, our second story comes from arguably Hong Kong's most haunted university campus, the Chinese University of Hong Kong, which is just a stone's throw away from China, (laughs) right? And so, most people know this story, especially if they are studying there. But even if they're not studying there, it's a pretty well-known story around Hong Kong, and it's about a once-beautiful girl with braided hair that haunts the campus now. So the story takes place on what they call Single Braid Road, which is the lane running behind Chung Chi Canteen. And male students walking there say they sometimes see a girl with beautiful braided hair with her back turned to them. And when they get closer and look at her, they're horrified to see that she has no face. No senses? Right. So she has no (laughs) senses. So her story is that she was a really beautiful girl who had eloped with her boyfriend and was on a train from mainland China to Hong Kong. And so they were afraid of being stopped by the immigration officers in Kowloon, and so they agreed to leap from the carriage as the train passed by the university's campus. Yeah, this was actually pretty common at the time. Oh, really? Yeah, so mainland China was mainland China, but Hong Kong was still owned by the British. So there were a lot of mainland Chinese who were trying to sneak in, and the train goes right by the border, so they just jump off. Oh my gosh, that's... Crazy. Really dangerous. Yeah. So, back to the story. After a final kiss, the girl jumped first. And in that fatal moment, as her hair was blowing in the wind, one of the braids got caught in the door of the train. Uh, So she jumped, but it got lodged, and it ripped off her hair and her face as she plunged into a bloody death. So after witnessing all that, her boyfriend, of course, didn't dare to jump, right? And so he took the train all the way to Kowloon, got off the train, entered the city, and after finding work... Oh, after finding work. (laughs) (laughs) He went back to find the girl, but obviously couldn't find her. So now people say that they often see her walking to and fro on that road, haunting the male student. And the men. The girls don't deserve it. We would have jumped (laughs) off the train for each other. (laughs) Even if your hair got caught, I would still jump. (laughs) (laughs) I would 
unhook your hair, you know? I've oh, asked the conductor to stop. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. No worries. <laughs> no, and so this story is actually really similar to one of the other really popular stories. And it's about a lotus pond. And have you heard this one? No, I don't think so. Really? So a couple also planned to elope. And some say it's actually the same braided hair girl. There's mm. a lot of different versions. Okay. And okay. so they planned to meet at 10 p.m. one night by the lotus pond. And the girl arrived, waited for her boyfriend for a long time, but he never showed up. So she thought he must have broken his promise and was so angry that she jumped into the pond and drowned herself. <laughs> so after that, when a boy passes by the pond at night, he'll encounter a girl who he doesn't recognize, and she'll ask him for the time. And if he answers that it's 10 p.m., she'll pull him into the pool. Ooh. So do they all yeah. know to lie? They all know to say, like, oh, it's 11. <laughs> 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 I have no idea, but isn't that kind She'll of be scary? like, show me your phone. He's like, no, no, it's 11, I <laughs> Will promise. Will she know how to work an iPhone even? Oh, good, <laughs> good points, point, right? good points. <laughs> no, but honestly, I would hate to be a guy on CUHK campus. <laughs> God but bless also, what is with all these guys breaking their planned elopements? Hey, 40 years later, same problem still happening today. <laughs> Breaking the alone. Same problem. Is that a problem that you face, yeah. Anna? <laughs> she she got haunted. <laughs> he, he didn't call her back. He came back after she got a job. An old-fashioned twist on the modern haunting. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Exactly. So, one more. And so, both of these stories came from a collection of stories by Dr. Bosco, a researcher at CUHK. Shout out. <laughs> and he mentions that his favorite story which also occurred at a school. It's called Oxtail Soup, and I'm just going to tell it real quick. It's a male and a female student who lived in the Bethlehem Hall in the United College, and by coincidence, she happened to live in the room one floor above his. And so the girl often cooked soup for the boy and lowered it by a string outside his window, and one day they agreed that they would not see each other during the exam period. Got to study, you know. <laughs> priorities. Hong Kong priorities. <laughs> but the girl continued to cook soup for him every day. But later, the boy found out that the girl had died. What? But every evening, the soup was still lowered to him. Okay, that's the creepiest one of all. <laughs> Ghost soup. Okay, but so you just told three stories, uh-huh. and you think they're all ghosts that are around CUHK campus? Well, like I said, it is known as one of the most haunted campuses in Hong Kong. Okay, well... I have a logical explanation for these stories. How can you explain unlimited soup? (laughs) I can. I can. Just wait. So the thing that all three of these legends have in common is that there's a young couple either eloping or dating or not focused on their schoolwork and focused on making soup. Anyways, the logical explanation is that the elders, their parents and grandparents, actually made up these ghost stories just to dissuade the college students from dating, from eloping, from trying to escape to another country with your boyfriend. I mean, plausible. My mom's made up a lot of stories. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you have a whole school and this researcher who are saying that these are real kind of ghost stories? But not only that, sightings. Because you can make up whatever you want. doesn't mean that there gets to be sightings of these ghosts on campus. Well, I think with the researcher thing, what he's researching isn't the truth of the story, what he's researching is, like, what are the urban legends told at this school? Right, but the only things that support these legends are sightings of the people featured in the stories. Mm. All right, so shall we move on to our next school? Yes, next school, my school, best school, the University of Hong Kong. 
So we have a surprise for you. We're actually going to go on site to record this story told to you by your favorite Hong Kong University student, Anna. Ready to go? Let's go. Okay, so now we are approaching the haunted bathroom inside of Chen Yutming Building, HKU. Allison, how do you feel? Um, the walls are very pink. Definitely headed to a female bathroom. For sure. Oh, uh, yeah. So the cleaning ladies actually like to hang out in this bathroom a lot because none of the students dare go in here. So let's see if anyone's inside. All right, let's crack this door open. Ooh, we have it all to ourselves. <laughs> Do we really, though? It's a ghost. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so maybe we should record. What is that noise? There's someone in here. There's someone in here. There's someone in here. Welcome back. Hey, guys. Uh, we're going to have to take a couple minutes break. There's somebody in there watching a video, or a ghost in there watching a video. But we'll be back in there to record as soon as it's free. Give them some privacy. Yeah, yeah. All right. Turn on the recorder. We're, we're, we're live. We're live. So now we're outside in the hallway, and we're rethinking everything that just went on in there. So right before we did the recorded version where we walked in, Anne and I were in there staking out the stalls and trying to decide, like, oh, which stall should we go into to record? Oh, this one has urine in it. This one hasn't <laughs> been flushed. And this is not fake, guys. This is real. Like, this is actually <laughs> this is what just like, happened. Honestly, like, We'll just wait for her to come out, but... There's the one time, hallway in, one hallway out. Exactly. There's not, like, two doors. And the first time we were in there, I'm not kidding, there's no one in there, right? Right, totally empty. We looked, and we were like, oh, good, it's empty. And I was like, I'll set up a camera here. We'll take a photo of us in the stall. Yeah, for Instagram. We were just chatting, and they were like, oh, and we'll go outside we to record. Real quick to yeah. re-record so we can get the scene of us, like, walking in, right? But we were still in the hallway. So then the second time when we walked in, what did we hear? Then we heard, like, we were talking. Then we hear, like, a little electronic sound, like, beep, 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 beep. And we're okay, like, what is better. that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm and I'm like, and I'm like, what is that? Allison, I hear it. You hear me on the recording. And then you might be, I don't know if you might have been able to hear it on the recording. We weren't really quiet, though. And uh, then we peek under, and there's actually somebody in the stall, probably watching a video or something. Or it was a ghost. <laughs> but, like, she actually wasn't there before. She wasn't there before, I know, and I have no And we were in the only hallway. Hmm. We'll go in for further investigation. Give you a live update in five minutes. See if she walks out the door. Sorry. I keep thinking of new kind of uh, reasonings, right? <laughs> so I asked Anna to turn on the recorder again. We walked in there, and we were laughing, and we are you know, joking about recording and all this stuff, and she didn't turn off the video. And I feel like if it was most normal people they would turn off the video as soon as they heard company in the bathroom right for sure and now i'm thinking what's she gonna do when she walks out this door and sees us here waiting for her but whoever was in there was not very concerned about these two mortals <laughs> <laughs> so we're heading back in now let's see she hasn't come out and it's been quite some time is that a sink that you hear I don't know, you go ahead, but I'm gonna turn on my video recording as well, just in case. If I die. Just in case we can capture it. I'm afraid. I don't see anyone, but I still hear the music. Hello? 
Okay, so Allison and I are snuggled up in stall number one of the bathroom. How do you feel, Allison? Cozy. <laughs> Anyways, so a little background on the place. This is the Chen Yat Ming building. And Chen Yat Ming, he's like a super, super rich guy in Hong Kong, builds a lot of buildings. So his wife in her later years um, got paralyzed and was confined to a wheelchair. And if you know anything about this Chen Yat Ming building, you know that it has a lot of flights of stairs. Allison has experience. <laughs> yeah. Still out of breath from earlier. It's like four flights of stairs. There are escalators, but they rarely work. There's like one teeny tiny elevator. And so legend has it that Chen Yat Ming's wife, one day in her wheelchair, actually fell down all of the stairs and then she died. Ever since then, people have said that this bathroom is haunted by her ghost. Why this particular bathroom? Because this bathroom is only accessible via the stairs, and she's in a wheelchair. And so this is, I think, for me, what I think is creepier than, like, a little girl ghost is, like, an old lady ghost in a wheelchair from the 1960s. I, I can agree. I agree. So this bathroom is pretty much always deserted. You can tell it still has this pink 60s tile. None of the students like to use it. Well, fair enough. I wouldn't take my chances going into a haunted bathroom on campus when there's like 10 other bathrooms I can use. Exactly. Exactly. Do you ever use this one? I did in my first year before I knew the story. <laughs> and then you actually stopped going? <laughs> and then I actually stopped going. Like I almost missed it when we were so trying to... not a non-believer. <laughs> well, I don't like to take unnecessary risk. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So post-recording update. So I think it really was maybe like just a cleaner or somebody in there. Honestly, we still don't know. Um, but we just decided to do the recording while she was in the stall watching her videos. But I think out of courtesy for us, she turned off her video. So you might or you might not hear her in the background. <laughs> oh, but honestly, if she had come out, I would have flipped out. Especially if she had no senses. <laughs> Well, now it's time for history or mystery. So, Allison, all these university hauntings, what do you think? Um, so I can see how it could be history, as, like, a lot of these stories do come from, like, real historical stories or, like, events that took place on those campuses. But I'm going to go with mystery just because, oh, we don't have, like, definitive proof that they did happen, and we always still have sightings of, like, various ghosts or hauntings or uh, figures that appear on the campus so it's a mystery because we don't really know if these stories are true or like if they're made up yet we still see these kind of like uh, paranormal figures okay okay well what do you think as always <laughs> I still I still say history but I have a good reason to back me up this time so I would say this is history because these students make up these stories. Some of them their parents make up and they're just passed down. Do you know this is true, though? I don't know, but I have a good reason for why they make it up. Okay, I don't know, but right. I, have, I, have, I have some arguments. In Hong Kong, when you go to university, you go to this thing called O-Camp, which is like orientation camp in the month of August. You know August is ghost month in Hong Kong. So the ghosts are out and about, flying around, don't go out. It's a spooky month. But this is also when orientation is. So orientation leaders make up these stories to tell their campers just to kind of freak them out. It's part of, like, the Hong Kong culture and university. Like, you tell these stories to spook each other out late at night because you're new to university. 
So it's always the seniors telling the freshmen these stories, and they're the ones who just make it up to freak them out in the month of August. I mean, sure, I completely get, like, why and how some of these stories can be fabricated, but what, they're just telling the freshmen these stories just to freak them out because they're freshmen? Well... From what I've heard, (laughs) some of the... And from personal experience, I presume. (laughs) Some of the senior guys like to tell these stories because then the freshman girls are so freaked out and so scared that they don't want to walk anywhere by themselves. So late at night, they ask for a special escort. (laughs) (laughs) I gotcha. So really, ghost stories are just uh, to get dates. To then be ghosted later. (laughs) (laughs) At least they still get chosen. (laughs) But you said that a lot of these stories are fabricated or made up by parents or other adults. So wouldn't that make that more of a mystery? Because I guess in the end, we never truly know if they're true or not. And they're made up stories. So technically, it's not a historical event or not like a historical part of the campus. So that would make it more of a mystery, right? A mystery to students, whether or not they happened, and a mystery to, I guess, us as well, you know? Okay, I guess the stories are mystery because they're not true, because they're just, like, made-up stories. But I think there's still, like, history in the fact of why they're made up. It's, like, part of the culture to tell these stories. All right, then. So Allison, two. Anna, zero. No! (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, follow us on Instagram. (laughs) And don't forget to DM us. Tell us what you think. Maybe you'll get on the show next week. Or we'll repost it on our Instagram story. Very true. All right. We'll see you all next time. Stay spooky. Anna! Anna! My braid is so long. Where's my husband? (laughs) Did you hear that? (laughs) That's literally you with your fingernails scratching the wrapper of your tuna sandwich. Oh, was that? I'll stop it. Sorry. My bad. (laughs) You've been listening to Haunted Hong Kong with me, Anna, and my co-host, Allison. I hope you like our episode and haven't completely lost the nerve to leave your flat. If you have a haunted story you want to share, email us at hauntedhongkong at gmail.com. 